Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it is Trent here, and it's fantastic to have your company today for episode 278. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news and then jump into latest scores. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Scott. Hello there. And Frank. Hello, hello. And we're going to kick this off with a Bit of great news. Scott just yes. recorded a wonderful episode of Dave's Video Graveyard with Dave and Casey. The Paddle Pop, All You Can Eat Buffet. <laughs> splop. What, uh, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. And, and some quiz action. How did it all go? Mate, I was uh, sitting at home probably Friday last week and I get a message from Dave. Do you want to be on DVG? And I'm like, yeah, good one, mate. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> good on you. Nah, seriously. What, have you run out of guests or something? <laughs> We've finally hit the bottom of the barrel. No, legit. So he invited me onto a DVG. I got to choose my movie and I chose The Lost Boys to uh, to get growing. And then halfway through the week, another movie popped into my head. Right. A favourite of mine, Weird Science. Yes. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful Some stuff. good underboob. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very on brand. <laughs> Perfect for DVG. So I messaged Dave and Casey during the week. Yep, guess what? I'm changing horses halfway through the week. We're doing right. uh, we're doing um, weird, weird science instead. And it was a wonderful choice. In in hindsight, perfect movie for DVG. Yep. They both loved it, even though they had both recently watched it a couple of weeks beforehand. Oh right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was uh, really, really good. Excuse me. And I had to make a decision going into this episode. Do I play the movie file, the snob who knows all about movies, or do I sink to Casey and Dave's level <laughs> oh, going out to the gutter? Wow. Yes. I chose yes. when in Rome. B. When in Rome. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So we started off pretty well and it descended into filth and depravity pretty, pretty quickly. I had a hell of a good time. I got to... I was off the chain, boys. I was um, untethered. I had yeah. a really, really good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Just from an outsider's, uh, you know, listening in, I thought it was one of the better episodes. It was fantastic. A lot, very insightful. The get to know you questions and things, the uh, film itself, and then the uh, quiz like no other. I think that's Dave's going to push that for an uh, ongoing uh, theme, you know. And uh, Dave, yeah, shone all his aces and uh, won to smash the quiz. So He did, he did. Well he done. legitimately picked uh, five out of seven <laughs> yeah. of those um, answers. Answers, yes. Let's just stick it there. Yeah. Nice. And, and quite often now, Dave has uh, some promotional images for the show that go around with various guests getting their kit off. You weren't tempted to kind of get the uh, mm, bit of boo pointing, get, get the uh, the I'm junk the out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cover the junk with the the video uh, cassette. It's not uh, that uh, didn't go down. Uh, look, it's, it's not it's in the outtakes. It's seriously considered my uh, entered my thoughts <laughs> <laughs> because there's a, there's a scene in the film where the two nerds creating. Uh, the, the the titular character and they have bras tied around their head. Yeah, and I had honestly thought 
about stripping down and tying a, brew, a bra around my <laughs> old fellow and having a photo taken like that. Oh, very good. But you need two people for that picture. And I don't yep. know if Dave was that keen to no. shoot down himself. <laughs> no, he probably wasn't. Fantastic. Well, check out Dave's Video Graveyard for an episode of Weird Science and, and get all your boob-pointing action in on that one. Hey, we're going to hit our first segment. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? All right, so we are kicking it off with the Todd Father McFarlane toys um, because, you know, it's been a hot five minutes since we last mentioned his name and his product. We got a look at, these are the, uh, what are they called? The page, page punches. punches yeah. but these are the full-size six-inch figures. No, they're small. Yeah, but there's yeah. two types. There's, there's two types, the, yeah. The, you know, three and three-quarter style ones, and then they're also doing a six-inch one that oh, still comes right. with, and just for, just from the look of these pictures, they look like the um, the larger size the, ones. Yeah, yeah. Th- those, I've seen those smaller ones yes, in JB, up, yeah. and they are small. They're, they're a very, very small figure. Three, sort of, about three inches. Yeah, right? they're about yeah. three inches. They're, they're definitely smaller than a... Kind of Kenner Star Wars, uh, mm. Kenner Superpowers. Yeah, yeah. they're yep. a lot smaller. Yes, yep, yeah. But no, these are the uh, the six inch uh, styled ones. This time, it's all about the Injustice universe. So we get uh, in Wave Two, we get a Batman because, of course, we. Oh, wait a minute, that's an old picture, is it? Yeah. So Injustice is one of the uh, uh, you know one of the themes. Yep. And then it pivots over to the Flash. So uh, so you, you get a Green Arrow as well, and then it pivots over to a pretty heavy. Flash uh, wave, so you get okay. Flash, Captain Cold, uh, you get uh, Heat Wave, which mm. looks really out of. I don't know. I, I've well, never seen him look like that. No, well, not this is I. the interesting thing. I'm pretty familiar with the Injustice stuff, and most of the Heat Wave is not even in the game. No, this is the Flash now. So the Flash, but the Flash theme. looks very much. Does he look an Injustice Flash? That looks like okay. the Injustice. And that's, atom. What I, that's what confused me. Same with the Atom, I reckon. And then the Atom. And yeah. uh, just recently, sort of as of today, uh, a mega figure Gorilla Grodd yes. has been uh, revealed, and um, nice. Gorilla Grodd will set you back forty dollars USD, and is out October first. Uh, but he's got a really sort of you know fluorescent yellow uh, armor. To him, but he is mega fig, so he is almost bigger than the comic book itself that comes in the box. <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Uh, C- Captain Cold with a full face mask and things. I haven't seen that before. And uh, ca- uh, what's his? The Atom looks pretty, um, you know, pretty Iron standard. Man. Yeah, mm. uh, like he always does. But yeah, cool, cool wave. Um, and I like the idea of getting a comic book with these characters. Yeah. Very yeah. Marvel Legends, Toy Biz esque. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, that they used to do that. With very Spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to do it as well. So, mm. no. question for you, fellas: the comic book that comes with these—do we know? Is this an original piece of artwork? Uh, I, d- I don't think so. Done? No, I think because that the comic book with Gorilla Grodd is—they uh, talk about how it spins off from the comic book art and things. I think these uh, Flash characters all come with the same comic book series yeah. uh, depicting the Flash, and of course the Batman and things comes with an Injustice, Injustice comic. comic yeah. So that's how to sort of work out the waves, and of course. We've got an image here of Green Arrow, and we're not sure what comic book he comes with. So oh, that, really... that Green Arrow is definitely Injustice. Oh, yeah, okay. definitely. Um, Fair enough. So yep. yeah, but from what I understand, it's all the same issue, regardless of which figure you get. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, yep. yeah. And I think that's just as you know, a bit like the old Marvel Legends, designed to get you into reading comics mm. if you mm. haven't done it before. So yep, very cool. And he's moving into some more figures from the Hush Jim Lee storyline, mm. which is a 
fan favorite oh, really great so comic good. art and the, so the, the the yeah the artistry is beautiful in that and it's a really interesting story bit of a you know solve the mystery of hush so we're getting the possessed superman which is uh, basically from a scene where poison ivy takes control of superman he goes toe to toe with batman um, and he comes with the red eyes and the kind of vines wrapped around him again DC Direct did do a very nice run of, I think, about 20-ish figures yep. on Hush, which was very cool. They did do this version of the Possessed Superman. I think, from memory, it was the only Superman in that wave. Yes, it so was. So it was yes, just the, the Possessed yep. one. But this one certainly has a lot more of that um, sort of vine action happening. So he looks very, very cool. Some interchangeable hands, 22 points of articulation. Coming in at the Gold Label Collection, and um, is he some sort of McFarlane Toys store exclusive? I think he is. I think gold label means you've got to get it from McFarlane. Right. You won't find it on the shelves, is okay. my understanding. I could be wrong. Yep. I will say, of all the Superman figures he's done, this is probably the best head sculpt of yep. all of them. Like there are, Some of them have looked a little bit, the head's too small, or it's the expressions odd. This one is just, you take the vines off, it just it's just a pissed off Superman. It is. It yeah. looks great. Yep. Very angry. For sure. So, uh, also staying on McFarlane, we have the DC Multiverse Gold Label, Tim Drake, of course, Robin. So, if he's a gold label, so you'll probably have to go through some Spawn website or something to grab him. But he's all in his red and black attire. No uh, short shorts for on this version of Robin. <laughs> and he comes with this sort of bow, uh, which is pretty cool. And obviously, with t- uh, Tim Drake having, you know, the standard 22 points of articulation, you can get some awesome poses out of this guy. So, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still on McFarlane. This is uh, jumping ship over to the animated of um, Batman verse, the classic Bruce Tim styled Batman. And uh, it's a uh, look, it's the sort of Batman figure you would expect. He's got the ultra wide chest versus these <laughs> tiny little legs. How wide are those shoulders? <laughs> like? uh, it's, it's easily like, oh, I, I think that they say normally when the person is standing, their shoulders are supposed to line up with their feet. Like that's that's how biology he's almost, works. He's, he's almost doing the splits. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, to <laughs> basically. <get> his- <laughs> um, but this is yeah. So if you imagine uh, the opening title sequence for the original Batman animated TV show, it's that shot where just when it's, it starts out, it's all in shadow, and then the lightning flashes, and you see him up there on the buildings. This is trying to recreate that. Apart from the figure itself, that comes with a big windswept cape, which we know Todd's a fan of. Um, but we also get like a couple of Gotham-esque buildings uh, in the background, one in sort of shadow, one in the, the sky blue, and this uh, lightning fork sort of coming down in the background. Um, so it's a really interesting. I'd be curious to see if that lightning lights up, if there's a little LED I in think the it base does. or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. That would be pretty cool. Comes with a couple of accessories, a couple of alternate hands and a batarang and a um, grappling, grappling, grappling hook. Yeah, yep. so this yeah. is... Um, I believe it's a. It says it comes autographed by uh, Bruce. I, Tim, I think there's but, two versions. You can uh, get. Okay. You can choose to get the autographed version for eighty bucks or the regular for fifty bucks USD. Right now, these are Target exclusives, is my understanding. That's right. Yeah. yeah. A lot so, of people are saying this is awesome, but they would rather just buy the base by yeah, itself. Yeah, I heard that going yeah. around that yeah. comment. It's interesting because we know when. Todd first started with the DC license. Mm. He he dabbled with a bit of this animated style. So I think you know he did a Green Lantern. Yeah, there were, there right. were I think there, was a couple. there might have even been a version of Batman and a few that popped up in that universe. Mm. And he did a Teen Titans as well. I think he did a Cyborg. Yes. But yep. he, he didn't really go deep on that. And as we know, D 
DC Direct went under and, and basically stopped a couple of years ago. And so this is kind of continuing the, you know, DC Direct figures that never got released as oh, a result. Actually, it's actually badged as DC Direct. From, well, from yeah, it is. I think it's image. even got the image there. So he's basically yeah. said, we're going to continue some of those unmade figures. Right. But for me, this one, I've got all those DC Direct figures in the Batman the Animated Series mm. styling. And this very much feels like a Todd version yeah. of that figure. Yeah. doesn't really kind of fit the mould and the way that they articulated those figures. But it's got a windswept cape. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's kind of, to me, the upper body just is a bit off in terms of that design. I think mm-hmm. DC Direct did a very good job of translating those styles. And, and look, they had to make some aesthetic changes sure. because... You know, some of those designs just don't work in figure form. I, know, I remember them talking at the time about the Batmobile and that they just couldn't do it in those proportions yeah. and fit the two characters in because it would have been, you know, Huge. so long. Yeah. So they had to tweak things to kind of make it toy appropriate but also, you know, pay tribute to the look of the figures. So for me, this one doesn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the base, it's a very cool idea because that's that, let's face it, that opening sequence is super iconic. Yep. And if you're going to pick one moment from that, that, that lightning flash. That's the shot. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's spine chilling. Spine chilling. Tingling. Spine tingling. Chilly you get the tingling. tingles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the other side of the comics verse with Marvel Legends. And Ghost Rider is actually celebrating his 50th anniversary this year. He's looking pretty good for 50. Um, and so they're doing a special re release of. Um, it's not Robbie Reyes, it's the other one. Help me out here, Scotty. What's his actual name? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> um, so this is actually Ghost Rider. It's the proper size Marvel Legends um, figure. It comes with some of the accessories we've seen in other ones. He comes with a couple of alternate heads. He's got one that's sort of in human form, like he's about to burn off all his skin and go the full skull. But very coolly, it comes on a retro-styled Ghost Rider mm. card, a la Toy Biz sort yes. of era. Um, very that, 90s looking exactly isn't it? that alone makes it sort of you know <laughs> worth the price of admission this is sort of coming on the back of the uh the haslab tease that indicated we're getting something to do with ghost mm. rider for their next haslab project do we know when what what's coming up that they're going to announce that in you know now that ghost rider's turned 50 happy mm-hmm. birthday yep w- w- what's coming up now that they're going to see these it, i just think know? they, they they get enough viewers. Your my understanding is all the live stream stuff they do, so they can right. drop it whenever they right. like. Okay, you know, yeah, you would have thought San Diego would be the one that makes the most sense, but they quite regularly do their whatever it is, Fan First Fridays or whatever they call it. So it could could come at any time. I, I think if anything, they're sort of uh, trying to wean off having too many Haslab projects going yes, on yes. at once. That so I think sense. that's they're very sensible. Calendar. You know, not even though. You know what was the big famous one? Ghostbusters, uh, Transformers, and uh, Star Wars. Maybe. Star Wars. Yeah, the all, all, all three, at the same time. all three at the same time. Now, not everyone's going to jump in, but just the prospect of having three on at the once. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, taking all the line, line yeah. one, one's going to outshine the others yep. and things like that. And it certainly you. did. Uh, I think they're just making sure, right? The GI Joe thing's finished now. You know, there's nothing uh, for the next couple of weeks or months mm-hmm. or whatever. Let's then drop the uh, Ghost Rider one or something. So yeah. I think they're playing it smart, uh, but I'm just wondering, you know. Yeah. I suspect if it is, as everyone's saying, like the the, the car, like the, the Dodge chart, this will be like a figure that you'd want to go with it type thing. Like yeah, they're definitely. trying, to, oh, sort of, sure. trying yeah. to sort of wet the appetite and go, well, you know, the, you know, something Ghost Rider's coming, so you better get this figure to uh, complete the set, as it were. 
definitely. Yeah, I I like the retro card for a couple of reasons. One, the retro card is beautiful, and that art, that flaming skull and that mm. Ghost Rider is just cool looking. But two, we're seeing a lot of those totally windowless boxed Marvel yes. Legends figures now, Transformers, etc., hitting the shelves. And it is for me, who is a big blister card fan or window box fan, it is a bit confronting to see that you know that digital artwork on the front and a totally enclosed box. Yeah. And look, I get it from a environmental standpoint, mm. removing the plastic, and they've done a good job of like taking out the twisty tires that are plastic yeah. and putting in rope ones and all that sort of thing. But what I do like is, let's face it, collectors are going to keep a lot of these carded. And it means that they're not totally phasing out the yep. plastic, right? Yep. So where it still makes sense to do a blister, they're still doing that. And I like that. I yep. like to see I, that this this format is not dead to them. I think they were, they were asked questions about that on one of the streams and they basically said, look, any of the, in quotey fingers, mass market type stuff that will go to your department stores is probably going to be the new windowless Packaging, yep. But anything that they consider a collector's line okay. to answer your question is yep. going to be is going to stay because they realise that there's a market for not just the figures but this style of packaging yeah. among the collector's. I, look, I think that's a very sensible approach because mm. I certainly, if I was getting this Ghost Rider, I would keep him like that, mm. and and so it's not there's no landfill associated with that decision yep. for me. Exactly. Well, if you noticed in the uh, windowless packaging era that we live in now, where uh, they've got the cut out uh, area of the cardboard and you can see the figure inside sort of a thing. Mm. I've noticed more often people are ripping the heads off and things of yeah. the uh, figures. Like, uh, Yeah, well, they've transitioned away from that now right, to yeah, a totally enclosed box. Yeah, yeah. Which, but which Transformers, yeah. yeah, yeah, they definitely had that cut, cut, yeah. cut out with no yeah. plastic. Yeah, because I, I saw it on Spider-Man figures. I saw it with the, um, yeah. lo- uh, what's it called? Um, the Looney Tunes basketball one. Yes. Uh, the What's the um, basketballer's name? LeBron, LeBron James. James. Yeah, he, he was the larger figures. Yes. He, he was headless everywhere. <laughs> uh, so, And I've seen it, some of the newer um, Spider-Man uh, far, far From Home or whatever yep. uh, figures uh, or missing heads and stuff. It's just sad. Like, uh, just it kills me because the store's never going to be able to sell no. that figure without a head. Like, that's going in the bin. Yeah, it's you know, dead waste, yeah. yeah. Hey, so. Frank, your, uh, your Ghost Rider is probably Johnny Blaze. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. You were Googling that that whole time, weren't you? No. It just came to you then? No. Well, <laughs> I Googled it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, very good. We had a pretty bit of big bit of exciting news with the Hiss Tank, and that was getting that really cartoon and toy accurate Cobra Commander with the helmet and the silver faceplate. We did see some digital renders, but I think on the last day, um, of the Kickstarter, they did give us um, the digital one, but now we've got images of the actual figure and what he looks like. And I think, you know, I think people were a bit on the fence about that first version of Cobra Commander, and then we got the darker shade of blue, and they'd done the paint apps. Whereas this is going back to a real kind of course correction in the way that they're doing the uh, classified line. And this one is very toy accurate. So he looks great. It's got the little backpack the gun, the Cobra wrapped around the globe, which I think was part of some advertising promotion or maybe the cartoon. cartoon. cartoon and things, yeah. yeah. And the dagger as well. Yeah. So he looks great. I'm very excited to be getting him with my his tank. And and also he's, I don't understand, and uh, Guillermo is going to shout at the stereo for this, <laughs> but he's this one has the very Mickey Mouse uh, appearance, what, whether that's a part of the Cobra emblem or the helmet, I'm not really, I don't understand what What they, do you mean, Mickey Mouse? Well, the, origin, the very 
version one of Cobra Commander uh, is is called the Mickey Mouse uh, version. I don't understand what they refer to that being though. Hmm. And then it's version two it looks different, and that's then you know so forth and so forth. I'm but not getting a, any Mickey Mouse vibes. No, I, I, what I I think it's the part of the emblem. See where the Cobra head is. And oh see, yes, looks, you're right. It looks like the At Havoc the staff. Right, it looks yeah, like a. There's you know, Mickey Mouse it's there. It's a Mickey Mouse. So in the ah, so in the, the logo, um, in the, the logo, yeah, yeah. So in the version two and things, it was more blended, and it looked more like a snake's head, you know, a cobra head, right. instead of that uh, sort of mouse ears, uh, a la Mickey Mouse. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I get it. You know, when um, yeah, when people put their, you know, because that's a holding point on the figure. You mm. put your thumb right there, and over time, you wear that emblem away. Right. Because, you know, and uh, so finding mint versions of that, with the, the, the original with the logo intact, is near on impossible. Right. Because it's just such a light bit of paint holding it on. And yep. naturally, that's yep. where you hold it. So, mm, sure. That, anyway, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But that's my. <laughs> You've just offended the GI Joe community and the Disney community in yeah, one foul right. swoop. Yeah, we'll see. Don't go offending the GI Joe community. Yeah, it's turns out well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I might, I might have a uh, series of GI Joes afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about Kano now. He looks pretty cool. Yeah. So this is coming from Storm Collectibles, part of their 112 scale figures. This is Kano as he appeared in Mortal Kombat 3 with yes. the red and the black. Um, this is another one where we've seen a lot of grey uh, prototypes at various shows over the last sort of 18 months or so. Um, this is nice to see him uh, in the colour. Uh, I love the the red jewel in the middle, which is, I think, in the game, turns into a laser at some point. Um, again, the highlight for these sort of Storm Collectibles figures is going to be the accessories and what it comes with. I'm expecting some sort of blast optic effect yeah, to come on that Yeah, I think eye. he needs that, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, I suspect, looking at the pictures... The only way I could see it working is that whole faceplate sort of comes off and then you replace it with one that has the, the laser beam attached type thing. Well, taking a bit of uh, the imagery from what I can see Cyclops and things have, yeah. you could have like a real gem of light build up at the right where his yeah, eye is okay. and then, then the piercing, yep. you know, um, you know, shadow of light coming outwards. Yep. Uh, but I think I de- it definitely needs some weight behind it yeah. to hold it there, not just a... The you little know, peg or whatever. Magnet or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suspect he's going to come with, uh, there'll be some big blue blades or knives that he's uh, known for as well. Um, and I'd love to see them try and somehow replicate his famous sort of, you know, stick the hand in the chest and pull your heart out with accessories. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know. I suspect if they do it right, you take the wrist off and then be a blood effect that you attach to the figure. And then all you do is just butt, Plug it, it, up, in. Pl- butt it up against the chest of the other figure and it looks like he's, his hand's Smash gone inside. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. No yeah. price or more details, but a very cool uh, teaser shot. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. No. Up next, we have, we're talking about Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe got a bit of a thing on this uh, run sheet. So uh, we've got a two-pack, just like the old gift sets used to have. Yeah. So we have Teela and Zor, and this set is phenomenal. So uh, Zor looks sort of semi-proportional. She, um, she looks very big just like the sort of vintage toy does. And it comes with a sort of, I believe it's a bit of a different color scheme on Teela, yep. uh, which is cool. But it comes with all the accessories you can ever imagine. You know, Teela's got her staff, her sword, her snakeskin armor, her shield, and Zor comes with the perch and the armor as well. And I just think this is fantastic. Very beautifully homage to the old gift packs, which did have a Teela and Zor two-pack. Um, you know, wicked artwork on the back and things like that. And uh, yeah, part of the 40th anniversary 
release. And uh, no details about this. This is one of the many leaked images of the Origins line, and it's difficult to uh, analyze what's real and what's sort of. Oh, know. it's definitely real. This, this one is. Yeah, this, this is coming. This one is, mm. but there's been a lot of leaked images. Like I've seen King Randor and Spycore and everything for you know um uh, snake horde troopers and things yeah, okay. uh imagery yeah, and that just... horde apprentice skeletor haven't from seen that the one. um right. well no I've, I've heard it okay. as not a yes. not a photo yeah but as a listing right and yeah, it's okay. from that if you've got the power and the honor foundation yes. Yes. book there's yep. a shot there i think of skeletor with some horde, horde emblems cool. on him cool. yeah. Uh, yeah and nice. that's that's you know yeah. i saw someone that had taken the listings and kind of put yeah. the images yeah. together yeah but I think I think this one's been in the system for right. a while now. Yeah. Mm. Well, all this packaging, uh, I'm very comfortable to shout it out. But some of the others, uh, it looks like you know, predating cross rail art. And sometimes it's hard for me to differentiate whether it's origins or whether it's revelations. You know, yeah. I'm still in that grey area where if it's not perfectly HD clarity imagery. Yeah, it's like, could what, be fake. what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, or it could, you know, it could be classics and just, you know, Photoshopped. I yeah. just don't know. Because nah. all those characters I listed off before, and most of them were classics. So uh, I just, yeah, I don't want to call out wrong information, but it's worth a, you know, shout out anyway. So. Definitely. The, the artwork on this is fantastic. Oh, 100%. So what you've got yeah. is it's basically one, like the old, creature sets with the the box and the sort of the flap at the back and here it's got teela and zor kind of in the battle pose in front of the planets and the sky it's all beautifully colored but in the bottom left hand corner <laughs> is the you know the drawing of the little didn't. boy yeah it's just it's great because yeah. it's got him and it says make the wings flap snap on battle backpack that and it's got this little boy playing with zor flapping the wings it's just well back in the day that uh, would have been a photo yeah. of an actual kid playing with the toy so That's I, it. I wonder if that if they've looked at some of the vintage artwork and that's an artist's representation of yeah, one of the kids. Of one of the kids. Yeah, the original. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> no, that just feels so nostalgic, I think. that, uh, And they're, they're, and they're, hitting, they're hitting their strides oh, they, with yeah. this. I think my one... We're actually, next week, yep. we're going to do a full-on... What's, what's the terminology? Introspective? Introspective. Introspective Ooh. on Masters of the Universe. Now, just as a, just as a lead into that episode yep. next week, this is what classics didn't do very yes. well. The box art. They they had a concept mm. for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which they launched with the King Grayscale. And then when they're like, oh, we're going to do some figures, let's just reuse that style on the boxes because we've got the graphics for that. And, mm. and it was, in my opinion, totally the wrong move for the way they did those. They really moved away from that rock burst. 100% course correction, and they've nailed it with this line. So that that is a big tick in the Origins box, I think. Nicely said. All right. Who wants to shout out the exciting news from Raymond Toys? Oh, so it's got to be Mask, right? Or, <laughs> Breakstar? Uh, Commanders or, or yeah. 80s Commanders? No. Uh, look, we're still on Masters, but we are talking about Raman Toys. How can they do this, you ask? How have Mattel not sued them into the ground yet? Well, <laughs> they can't because what Raman Toys are doing are basically uh, figure stands, but not as you would might traditionally think. Uh, these are actually sort of, you think of an L shape, so a base plate for the, the figure to stand on, and then a, a piece that comes up as a background. And to your point, Trent, the rock burst sort of style. Um, and But then to top it off, your card backs from either, I think it's vintage or origins or even classics, will actually slot in 
to the back of this so you can actually get the master's logo at the top you get the name of the figure the little byline um but then this uh red rock burst thing that allows the figure to stand on it there's a little peg hole um on them uh, only one which only has one been, peg has one been peg debated yeah. okay because people are saying can we have more than one f- especially for the some of the female figures and things that mm-hmm. are a little bit top heavy and that um we need more than one uh people want more than one as well so they can put them in a bat- bit of a battle stance yeah and and really peg them down so they don't fall over uh but uh unfortunately ramen toys have only opted for the one peg uh, sure. at this time of recording whether they've you know gone too deep it. now or yeah. not uh, how far is yeah. production yeah they're saying that it fits with origins and masterverse yeah you know, like the the original figures don't have a peg hole. That's correct. There is no yeah. peg hole in those pe- original figures. Because people said in as well in the comments, can we have the loops? And Raman told like, well, I don't understand what you're talking about <laughs> with the loops. And obviously that what they're referring to is on the uh, Battle for Eternia yes. um, board game, you used to have little loops that the boots would uh, slot into. But that's so, for vintage figures. They're talking correct. about Origins, but, which but I believe do is, have a, f- a they hole do. in the They foot. do have a hole. Yeah. Do. Yeah. But, but this is multi-generational. If you're really going to mm. get bang for your buck, you would offer different uh, options sure. for that base. And if they're clever, that uh, base piece should be swap-outable for, you know, to suit vintage mm, uh, origins bad, or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, thing. But, like, look, this is early days. You know, they've had their feedback now. Uh, they're entering the fray. Uh, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they it's... are offering them in not just a red yep. block, uh, black, uh, rock burst, but green and purple. Yeah. Yeah, it symbolizes so... Snake, Snake Man and, and uh, Evil Warriors. Like, yep. That is something I didn't perceive, but uh, I love it. I just think that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, one of the questions I saw is, oh, they look like they actually they actually interlock at the base, so they sort of the the front of it is is sort of jagged like a, a natural rock formation, and it sort of splays out to one side. But then if you get you know another one, it's sort of dug in on the opposing side, so they can all lock nice. together, and yep. you end up with a solid wall. Um, yeah, look, the fact that these uh, go with classic sort of card backs as well, I'm kind of tempted, to be honest, just because I, I have this snake mountain size box yep. full of all these card backs that I, I just I can't bring myself to part with. And what do I do with them? The only problem is that the way my setup is, my shelves are sort of three or four figures deep. So yep. I can't have these at the front. Otherwise, you don't see the figures behind them. Um, but still, I think it's a, it's a really nice option for collectors because they are i i I get the feeling just looking at them i feel like they're more designed for masterverse if you imagine a little you know a five and a half inch figure in front of that it's gonna be this huge overhead like it's gonna be really tall like whereas a masterverse figure like the head would probably reach the top of that yep um you're right that red rock burst but yep Anyway, and I think you don't even need to have the card back in it necessarily. No, no you, you don't. don't need no, to. Yeah, no. No. That's just, so, uh, just showcasing a what that what it can do. Yeah. $10.90 USD each. And of course, we know Ramen very well. So they are offering bundle packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, you know you buy six, X amount or whatever. Or more, you, I think it is. You, you'll save money. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, they are due out uh, this, they, they, yeah, so 16th, sorry. 15th of September, they go on special and they'll be available in your hands apparently by Christmas. So, uh, pretty awesome Christmas gifts uh, to all the wives listening. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm going to tell a little story now Ooh. as before we get into the next uh, piece of news. And it is very much William Stout related, right? So, we know that when Mattel had the license for, well, they own He-Man, right? They own Master of the Universe. 
but they did originally three figures from the movie. Okay, so they did Sarod, Gwildor, and Blade. Now, my understanding was that when they came to do things like classics, they were able, because they made a toy of that, they had the license to do those toys, so they could do them. Mm. But Mattel and the owner of those designs butted heads. And and, and I know this from the, the way Brian Flynn talks about this sort of saga. Yep. And when Super 7, at the end of the classics line, came in and took over the license, they went to, and I, I think it's William Stout, right? Yep. And they did the yep. William Stout collection. And the way Brian Flynn tells the story is, William Stout was very much like, I don't want to deal with Mattel, but you seem like a cool guy. You can have the license to my design. So yep. we got God Skeletor. We got Karg. Yeah. We got Movie He-Man, Dolph He-Man. We got Langella Skeletor. Mm. And we were all happy. And to this day, you know, people will come over to my collection and we'll be chatting about Masters and I'll point to the Dolph and the Langella and I'll say, you're never going to see these again because <laughs> Super 7 did a deal. Take a photo because you're never <laughs> going to see it. These <laughs> figures are going to be the bomb because <laughs> William Stout's never going to license this yeah. to Mattel. Like the, this is the only time we're going to get these made. They're iconic because that movie is a cult classic and I'm just so glad I've got them. So what do you say to those people now? I was wrong. <laughs> I was totally wrong. But, but, but I, th- I think what's happened, and I don't mean to, you know, uh, say uh, Mattel, but I think, you know, when you drive a dump truck full of money up to someone's house <laughs> and you say, look, you know, he, Master Universe is at its peak. Yeah. We have, you know, expendable cash now. We want to, you know, showcase this, you know, Masterverse line as the be all and end all, uh, you know, line that Masters mm. is known for. Yeah. And they they want to they want to include the only movie that we ever got so yeah, uh, yeah. but so anyway what are, what are we actually talking about then we are talking the about yeah sorry and we get into the news now <laughs> at the center of the universe at the border I don't know how they do it it's definitely not that voice it's a much cooler voice than that I think is it the sorceress that says it um, at the border between the light and the dark stands. The new Masterverse figures. So basically what we're getting is the Dolph He-Man and the Langella Skeletor in the Masterverse mm-hmm. style. Now, what's what I think is really cool about this is when we got them in classics, they very much had the classics physique, which is an over-the-top kind of muscular physique, right? Like, like the original action figures. Masterverse is a bit more proportioned, albeit maybe some people would say the smaller heads. These, I think, are much better proportioned to be more like the actors, right? Like mm-hmm. Dolph was a big guy, but he wasn't a he wasn't a masters figure. He wasn't right? Arnold like, Schwarzenegger. No, no. <laughs> that's right. And and Frank Langella, let's, let's face it. I mean, he he's not a bodybuilder in yeah. any in any sense of the word. So what I like about these is they are a bit more proportioned. I just I don't think they're quite up to the sculpting and paint app standard of what we got in the classic well, from I, these I'll, images. I'll tell you, I don't like the colours. What's right. different about what, a Skeletor? Uh, he's too much red in the no, Skeletor. So it's, it's, He-Man looks very bland. Like it's yep. all just browns and things. There's not enough gold highlights and things that yes, we got on muted. the classics. Yep. It's really just bland. I hate Skeletor's brown cape. I just think that's that very is very brown. Yeah. Brownie red, and isn't then, it? And yeah, then okay. what is that pulsating red burst on his chest? Like it looks like he's got a, you know, like that's his action move or something like yep. that. That's a mm. that looks very video game esque. Like okay, that's where I have to hit him to beat him. You know, <laughs> it just, is odd, isn't it? He uh, should. And and he's he, you know I don't remember his boots having that that much uh, silver and things. I just I just don't 
I, th I think these are far inferior to the classics. And I apologize to anyone out there that thinks these are awesome, but that this is just my personal opinion. The, uh, the cape is the cape on He-Man looks very cut out, doesn't it? Like it, it, it looks it's not um, sitting very nicely. No, no, it it looks like it's just sort of halfway down his back. Before it's not it long starts. enough either. Yeah, it should touch the ground. Yeah, it almost looks though it like it's got the uh, emblems at the bottom, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, it's not. I think we've got the most, um, the best classics version that uh, we could get. You know, yeah. and I agree with you that the proportions. I agree with that. I'm not saying. I think these will be better proportioned. You know, as per you said. Uh, but I just, I think the color schemes and the lack of paint accessories really shines through heavily on these. Um, you know, Masterverse for the price point. Well, that we paid for versus what we paid for the classics. Well, see, that's the thing, though. These are now going to... If you missed out on those classics, yep. good luck trying to hunt them down now for anything less than two, mm. $250, $300 yep. each. So these are going to be the... If you love that movie and you, you weren't around when Super 7 did theirs, this is going to be the best way you, you can get your hands on them. And look, they are going to be closer to a Marvel Legends figure in both proportion and cost then they are a, a classics figure that's now out of production. So uh, I'd like, you're right, I'd like to see some more, this is a pretty low res sort of picture we're looking at. I'd like to see some just no Photoshop effects on it. I want to see the capes in particular. Um, I haven't been too impressed with like the cape on Shearer and some of those in the, the recent Masters figures and I'm hoping they've sort of worked out how to improve that a little bit. I will say I do like their uh, the monkey for these, Mode Tuesday, which is the, they're picking a day to do their reveal stuff. I think that's quite cute. Yeah. Do you well think, said. Do you think they're going to go deeper? Do you think that, that they will go deeper than what any other toy line has ever gone? Do you think we'll get the Grizzlora Beastman looking character? Uh, do you think we're going to get, um, you if, know, if like they, if they can, if they can and, do uh, these, Tila I don't and, see why William Stout wouldn't just, hasn't given them the license to everything. Yeah. Now you get, you're probably going to get the stuff that they're already licensed to do with your Karg and your Blade yep. and all those sorts of things. Um, give us an evil in. Oh, yes. Oh, Can you imagine? Good call, yeah. man. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how Cause, well cause do you I, reckon they'd fit into the classics line? No, no the, 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 this is where they're going. They, you know, like, no, I, know, I know they're not. I know they're going to be in this style. Yeah. But yeah. do you reckon you could get an evil limb well, and I'm, put it I'm, on your shelf? I'll tell you right you. now, Ooh, once, once I get my Sun Man and Pig, uh, pig Man or Pig Head, I can't pig remember. Head. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put them straight in my classics, uh, yep. you know, section, exactly. collection. So I will let you know firsthand. But obviously, you know, it takes time for these figures to I come think, out. I think you might get away so, with, with evil limb yes, because being a female, female she's going to run a bit smaller physically. Yep. So it might work with classics. But yeah. We'll I, I, I think if they go deeper and the line goes bigger, you know, with those characters we just shouted out before. I think this is where they'll the limelight will be, you know, better than where the classics finish. Give us a Courtney yeah. Cotts figure, please. Oh wow, yeah, right. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> and the, what, what's the, the cop's the, name? The, uh, Alubic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Just comes with half a car. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Love Chit that. Uh, uh, fried chicken. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Battle Armor He-Man. Now, we've talked about Battle Armor He-Man in the multiverse line before. Uh, he comes with that really cool shield, which is a homage to the Dragon Walker yes, and the yep. little kind of shield oh, emblem that's on there. It's nice to see it in the package. But, yeah, getting some real Kurt Cobain vibes, aren't oh, we, here the with head, this? Yeah. yeah, you didn't notice it in some of those early pictures, <laughs> and now you see that and you go, oh, that's a really big undercut he's got there. Very, <laughs> yes. very yeah. 90s uh, it is, isn't it? hairdo. Yeah. Come yeah. as you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. So going from uh, that haircut to someone who's got no hair, 
uh, back to Marvel Legends, we get uh, Gore the God Butcherer. Now, this is not uh, Christian Bale. And no, it's not Voldemort. This is how <laughs> yes. Gore looked straight out of the comics. And I did see an interview with Taika Waititi when they asked, you know, hey, he, Gore looks very different to the comics. And he goes, yeah, because I'd probably get sued by the Harry Potter people yeah. if I made him look super comic accurate. Take so, away the nose and you've got a Voldemort. Exactly. So uh, this is, uh, if you want to do your homework on gore this is what he looks like it comes with that uh, necro sword or whatever they call it it actually um it's sort of the idea is it comes out it's like attached do you think venom like the symbiote yeah, type thing yeah um and he's got an alternate hand that has a, the sword sort of molded onto it that goes there he does come with two heads he's got like a bit of a palpatine type hood going and then he's got a what's that is it a twi'lex that have yeah the it looks like a twi'lex yeah the tendrils yeah. kind of he's got two um, of them doesn't he yeah, so uh, you can pre-order him now. He is an Amazon exclusive, I believe, up for pre-order. Pricing isn't too bad, but get set for a wait because you're not getting until Christmas 2023. What? Right. Is that uh, right? Yes. 2023. Which is bananas. Especially <laughs> this, this 15 is, months this, away. This yeah. looks like real figure photography that's as well. The, yeah, so that's not done. a typo. I'm, I'm pretty wow. sure that's right. And and I've seen yeah, this right. guy in some phenomenal Maybe, yeah. poses. Like you can really get him on, you know, one knee, sort of crouching yeah. up and things like. He has some Got the articulation. beautiful articula- articulation. I might look that up because it, even as I it, say, it, it, it sounds, sounds bizarre, doesn't nuts. it? But look, uh, stranger things have happened than that. Um, well, we've had four seasons of it. <laughs> yeah, well, <that's> it. <laughs> it has. I'm I'm on the last episode. I'm, just, nice. I'm just so behind, but it's great. I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah, oh, there um, it is. Amazon. Yeah, this item will be released December first, twenty twenty three. There you go. All right. Well, as that's a, another. That's another level. That's even. That's, and this is like that's taking we're super seven about time a Galactus frame. or whatever. This is just a standard oh, Marvel yeah. Legends figure. They probably wanted to get it out there while yeah, the while, comic, while the uh, movie is still you know in in, in talking and yeah. yeah talked about and stuff. Talking about Stranger Things, what about Power Rangers cross Street Fighter? Right? Well, yeah, well. We, now, we've seen... They've done it with Turtles. <laughs> we've done, yeah, we've done the Power Rangers versus Turtles. Now, uh, Power Rangers is knocking on the door. Hey, we're another 90s property. <laughs> I want a piece of this action. So we have the morphed Ryu Crimson Hawk and the morphed Chun-Li Blazing Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and, Perfect. Yeah, these are six-inch Hasbro Lightning Collection Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Cross Street Fighter collab action figure feature premium paint and is a Power Ranger mashup with over twenty points of articulation for high posability, plus swappable hands for many ways to play or display. Now, the interesting thing is I haven't seen any photos of them maskless, so mm. you get that sort of Power Rangers mask on them. Uh, they've got the big. What I refer to the Green Ranger, uh, you know, shoulder pads, pauldron type thing. Yeah, thing sitting on top of both uh, Ryu and Chun-Li. Uh, they've both got their sort of Ryu and Chun-Li, uh, you know, coloured schemes and yeah. things. So you can sort of, you know, through eyes see that they're who they are underneath. But uh, what a wacky theme. I don't know if there's any game or something to um, I'm not aware unlockable of characters you, or whatever. I mean, they, they do have, as you said, there's bits of the designs. You get Ryu's belt. You get the red gloves. 
um, in Chun Li. You the get bandana. the spiked, the spiked gauntlets, yep. and you know the sort of um, traditional dress that she she's known to wear. But you're right. I think an alternate head that looks like Ryu, that looks like Chun Li, would go a long way yes. to you know making well, the, you go, "Wow, that's cool." Here we've got the windowless packaging, and we they're do, very yeah. quickly to promote what Ryu and Chun Li look like uh, without masks on mm. on the packaging. But too. What, what what's really interesting about that is they are wearing their traditional outfits when you look closely. Yeah, Correct. that looks so, like artwork ripped straight from the game. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, so I, I'm questioning whether they come with an alternate head. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. We're not sure. I don't believe so. That, but that I think is a wrong move. I think in my so. Opinion. Yeah. I, I'd like to have Ryu standing there with his helmet. You know, yes. his Power yeah. Ranger helmet underneath his, uh, you know, armpit type thing. Uh, these are going to cost you 35 USD. Whether anyone will buy them is uh, up to you. <laughs> and uh, they're released January 2023. So fill that gap before you uh, oh, wow, need yeah. your uh, Gore the God Butcher <laughs> um, you know, in your life. Yeah. It makes you, it does. I must admit, I wouldn't mind to see more. Of, I'm never, never going to buy them straight up. But, like, I want to see what Guile looks like in Power Ranger mm. form. Mm. You know, yep. give me a Dal Sim in Power Ranger form. What about Zanjeef and uh, Blanca? Dal Sim like, and, yeah, oh, just uh, M. Bison. Yeah. Like, you know, he I, could I, be a Megazord I, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is some some artist has done a mashup of these and they've sent it into, or Hasbro's seen yeah. it, just gone, yep. Oh, not a bad yeah. idea. We yeah, we that. we've got rights to both yeah. of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always said Mortal Kombat do it very well with the crossovers and things. I th- and Street Fighter have always been ca- versus Capcom or mm. something like that. Yep. I think there's opportunities for them to broaden their fighting, you know, uh, tournaments and open it up to more, uh, you know, pop culture reference sure. uh, genres and things. And why not fight against the you know Power Rangers and bring in the Ninja Turtles and. <laughs> I think there's even Transformers, isn't there, that transform into um, the colour schemes of like Chun-Li uh, yes, RC and things like that. Yeah, they're painted to look like yeah, the... Yeah, so, yeah. you know, why not have that sort of wackiness? Um, the St- Street Fighter Capcom games are phenomenal. Mm. Um, you know, you could even uh, bring in the Darkstalkers and things like that. Like, yeah. there's opportunities there, whether they want to do it or not. Um, so, yeah, go yeah, for I was it. walking past a news agent and I saw a Monopoly game that was the Queen Elizabeth monopoly version mm-hmm. i'm like how many how many Queen monopolies <laughs> must there be out there you know Too you many. just slap a new mayfair on there call it something else <laughs> and you've got another version yeah they're doing that now with, with this Power sort of Rangers. thing well they just just <laughs> slap a couple of take monopoly take some property slap them together and someone's going to buy it someone's going to buy it like and 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 that's that must be their logic yeah. here yep Two big properties. Someone's going to want to see that match. They, they never start with the D-list characters. It's always the A, you know, it's always Ryu, Chun-Li, you. Um, yeah. Guile, you know, all those sort of ones. They don't ever start with the um, Zen and things like that. Well, know? I mean, you're right. They did, so, they did. was it, Leo and Raph in the, yeah. was it Stranger Things? No, Mikey and Donnie. Who needs them? So. Well, well, they're coming, I think. <laughs> oh, I think they're Damn. coming, yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to Mac cross over <laughs> to another property. Oh, oh there's a segue. Boo this man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which one's that? Robotech. Robotech. So we all know the story of Jetfire originally being ported over from the Robotech Macross fighter. And we're getting that realized now in a limited edition God of Flame figure, which is essentially the the Robotech Veritech fighter done in his Jetfire colors. He looks fantastic. It's red, white, and black. Done by Kit's Concept. And it, I think this is a new line of figures, which is in the 172 Valkyrie Veritech fighter scale. 
Um, any yeah, so basically it's the Jetfire toy. Um, as we know, he was a redeco of the Takatuku Toys Macross VF1S Super Valkyrie toy. Limited to 1,000 units, 500 for the Japanese market and 500 for the rest of the world. It's not enough. No, like, it's not going to be enough. enough. It's not enough. Not for something this iconic. The, the, yeah. well, and, and what a way just to, if this is a new company or a new subline of mm. the, the company, the Macross Robotech, you know, why not launch the most wanted color scheme yep. you ever want? I mean, Skull Squadron's going to sell any day. Rick mm. Falker's Skull Squadron will sell like hotcakes why not you know blow your uh robotech uh name out there with the jet fire yep. color scheme the like biggest th- there's no got, yeah. yeah there's no uh, autobot symbol on him but he is you know it's straight yeah. you know top to toe oh, jet fire, yeah. exactly what we all had a, a jet fire you know what close our eyes and that's a jet fire toy uh, fantastic, two hundred and twenty nine dollars ninety cents USD, I believe, and then of course they're doing taking the ramen route. Uh, two hundred nine dollars if you uh, pre order it early. November twenty twenty two. Don't have to wait till twenty three. Well before Gore. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whole year. It's, and yeah. make no mistake, that price tag. This is a big figure, nineteen centimeters tall, LED lights, die cast metal. Like I feel like you're going to get bang for buck. Um, it's just. Yeah, if you can get one at five hundred. Yeah, no, you five hundred. If you're not in Japan, that's uh, that's going to be by, a, by toy standards. I mean, we're talking low. a thousand all up. That is very, very yeah. low. I mean, it, it's it's essentially a repaint of the sculpt, so they're not having to retool, you know, something. But yeah, very, very low numbers. I do have a Skull Squadron Veritech. I don't know the name of the company that did it but it, it is a very similar look might be a little bit smaller but it's around that 20 centimeters maybe 15 might be a little bit smaller mm. but it it this one looks i mean just that color scheme absolutely beautiful yeah and I, was there some sort of light up yeah, yeah it's got leds in it yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah through the boosters and through some of the exhaust i think even the cockpit lights up yeah i imagine the the tip of the the gun would go red and stuff so oh. yeah like it's 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 It'd look, would not look out of place on like a masterpiece shelf. Yeah, with yep. your your transformers. Yeah, fully transformable. If we didn't uh, shout that out, and he can transform into a Valkyrie and a Veritech fighter as well as the Walker. The yeah, Walker, uh, which, which is, is a cool uh, look, fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, it just this this thing is gonna. Yeah, you almost want people will try and get two or three because they want it in all modes <sighs> and yep, things. It's uh yeah, just so cool. And it comes with all that armor. Like yeah. a lot of the Robotech figures come just the robot by itself. Don't come with the, all those extra add-ons and things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, this is just yeah, just fantastic. And what a name, God of Flame. Yeah, God of Flame. Yeah. Very good. Very nice. All right, hit the button, Master Frank. Whoa, dude! Nice score. All right, who's going to kick this one off? I'll start us off because I'm the only one who's put something on the run sheet. Um, I have probably the most recent thing I've gotten was uh, Ben and I put uh, combined our funds to save on shipping from NECA, so I won't steal his thunder, what he got. But I picked up the Neutrinos 3-pack from NECA that's got those uh, figures straight from the cartoon. Some of the smallest figures I have ever gotten in terms of the you know, swappable hands yeah. as we come to expect from NECA. The peg size is apps. I'm fearing for my life trying to change one of these things because yep. I'm like, if it snaps in the thing, there's, I don't have pliers small enough to nah, try and pull gone. it out. Like, and even the figures themselves, when you think of the neutrinos and their design, 
They're very small, thin bodies with larger than normal heads and even larger hairs. The hair. It's all about right? the hair. It's that and sort of 60s style yeah, rockabilly. Absolutely. And look, as far as accuracy, they've done an amazing job. Yeah. Say what you will about NECA, but they make the figures look like oh, what yeah. you'd expect them to look like. Um, but they're obviously cog- cognizant of just the physicality and trying to get these figures to stand. So every figure comes with a little round disc stand with peg holes in it. Um, but then also they come with their hoverboards. The hoverboards have a ball joint at the bottom that you can then attach a stand to. So you give them that floating thing and then there's pegs on the hoverboard. So you can get them in some pretty cool poses. I didn't bring them tonight because once they're posed, I'm like, don't breathe, don't touch it because it's just yep. going to fall over if you look at it the wrong way. They look amazing. I'm very happy with them. They sort of help round out that five-parter from the original cartoon. That, yep. That's quite iconic to me. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, also got, uh, thanks to my good friend Scotty here, uh, the Marvel Select version of The Watcher. Cool. Now, the oh, nice. the Build-A-Figure one that we got in the most recent wave is more based on the, the show. This one is supremely comic accurate. He's got the large head. He's got the, the high sort of cape and all this sorts of stuff. I haven't unboxed him because I don't know where to put him because he's so big. <laughs> I haven't opened mine yeah. either. <laughs> so this is a brand new release, not not old. It's it's just been um, released, or it's within the last twelve months. Within the last okay. year, yeah. yeah, yeah. It didn't get a lot of fanfare because there's been sort of other ones, but this is one where you go, ah, oh, you know. I think with the What If series and yep. the, the yep. Watcher played such a key role, it probably got a bit more attention recently. So. That's pretty cool. Um, also, on my Marvel Legends shelf, I got the Hammerhead uh, figure, one that comes with the... Oh, you're into um, Dino Riders now. Yeah. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's nice to help round out those Spidey villains, as well, along with the classic Hobgoblin. So they've got the lovely Toy Biz card. You know, yes, I opened them up, but I have kept those card cards because they look very, very nice. So I've got the Hobgoblin, as you would normally remember him, alongside the, I think it's the Ultimates version I've got, where he's got the big wings instead. Um, so, yeah, nice to have, round out with some more villains. Yeah, very good. Um, for me, I don't know if I talked about this, but I did get a Teela Tweeterhead oh, yes. statue. Oh, yes, um, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if I mentioned, I can't remember the last time I talked about it. It was a couple of weeks back, but... Um, basically what happened was we got these statues sort of one-fifth scale. Um, originally, uh, who did them? Sideshow. Side- yeah, it was Sideshow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Sideshow. And they did a, um, a He-Man. They did a Skeletor. There was an Evil Lin. Um, She-Ra. There was a She-Ra. And they, they did an Orca and they did a few. And then basically the license transition to tweet ahead i think they started with a horde act and mm-hmm. we're getting a whole heap i i i love these and i've gone off statues a little bit but i've got all the female characters so i've got my shira i've got my evil in and this was on pre-order can close to at least a year and a half ago that i placed this order ah, and it finally Gore will beat that yeah, yeah i know it's uh, <laughs> it's quite impressive but that came through and it is absolutely stunning i mean this is one where you see the prototype images and you go it's just beautifully shot mm. beautifully painted will mine look that good in person yeah. and i have to say it does like nice, it just nice. yeah. it looks amazing and super happy with that um and yeah that's i think pretty much for me i did get the uh the neutrinos three pack that that arrived along with the one ben's probably going to talk about <laughs> but the, i mean like you said frank i was they were very frightfully small. I didn't even bother to change over the hands because I'm just like... Yeah. So you, and, you opened them up? 
open them up. Yep, yep. yep. opened up. I, I I think I got two. So, but I opened up one of the packs, and I I the hands went flying because uh, because of the way I yep. pulled at them, and they just came out of the thing. And I even found a hand today. I was packing away some Lego, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's another little hand. It's just they're so <laughs> tiny. But I did appreciate the double peg hole back to the the stands. They had the two peg holes on the hoverboards, yep. and that they look really nice there on their hoverboard. I think. Like you said, the heads are huge, but yeah. they've just captured straight off, you know, as we would say, straight off the, the cartoon. Yep. They, they are, look amazing. They are really, really good. But yeah, I, I'm concerned about the engineering. And, and in fact, every time I go in there, they fall, they, you know, one's fallen over. A <laughs> bit, of, bit of breeze comes through and yep. it sort of topples. So you've got to get that pose just right. The other figure in that um, shipment that I had is just stunning. I'll let, I'll let Ben talk to it. Um, How nice were we being to you? Oh, wow, um, no, I'm not stealing putting, your thumb. Oh, no, there's some nice, like... some nice, some <laughs> yeah. nice photos there. The other yeah. thing I did, I I went over to Melbourne and um, I recorded a episode with Rick James over there. Rick, of Rick, I'm Rick James Bricks, who has a really beautiful Lego store um, and a lot of really nice actual Lego models. I think he was. I mean, there's something like half a million dollars of just Lego wow. models in his store. Wow. Like he's got a big upstairs offices and he's actually got a dedicated podcast or video, really. It's a video recording studio that yeah. you sit awesome. down and he does he does his podcast and interviews different Lego masters and, and what have you. So Josh and I went over for that. He flew us over. It was lovely. And then at the end he said, look, if you want to pick a set at cost, you can you can grab one. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to really limit my stuff, but I'm like, oh, that's such a good... I want to get one of these modular sets, yep. but I really don't have the approval to buy one from, from Leanne. <laughs> so I'm like, well, but it's at cost. So I better grab one while I'm over here. <laughs> so I grabbed the boutique hotel and I sort of got home and very sheepishly said, look, if, you want, to, if you want to give this to me for Father's Day, <laughs> you know, that you just put it away and or you work nice. out what you want to do. So maybe, maybe tomorrow being Ooh, Father's Day, yeah, I might yeah. get a, a boutique hotel. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> a hotel, or, or, or you'll find a boutique ho- hotel already built on the shelf. Yeah, there. that's right. Yeah, it just gets yeah. put up there. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Okay, so it's been uh, teased around the table. So the uh, figure that we all went in for for the uh, with the neutrinos, I got Usagi Yojimbo, and damn, what a fantastic figure! This is what they call the ultimate version. So he came with a plethora of accessories, came with his own like sort of cape and uh, hood and everything, uh, came with his little um, dinosaur, uh, dinosaur yeah. like the miniature dinosaur thing that's in all the comic books and things, uh, came with um, yeah, uh, two, so, uh, yeah, two alternate heads, different uh, ears, one folded down sort of down like a ponytail and mm. the one sticking up. And things, and it was, I'll be honest, it's a delight to photograph, delight yep. to pose, um, big feet. Yes. So he stands beautifully. Yep. One of the few figures in my collection, I'm like, I don't need to stand. <laughs> yes. you. <laughs> You're just going to, you know, anywhere. and that's no offense to the neutrinos, but yep. uh, he just stands beautifully. Uh, I, um, you know, discarded the cape. I'm like, I'm not going to use the cape. Not, the cape is awesome, but not, not in for my him. vision. You don't need it on sure. him. Like, not yeah. for yeah, my yeah. vision of displayability. Uh, there's a uh, two heads as I've talked about. So one's got his teeth like gr- you know snowling type thing. Mm. The other one's sort of um, a closed mouth uh, menacing grin. So I very gingerly got out the Ooh. you know the, the heat and everything, and I uh, changed over the ears and I changed over the head, and I needed some pliers to, to um, separate the neck because yeah. it, it was. Uh, so you wanted 
you wanted the different combo. Yeah. Like, so you wanted yeah. the, so, which so, ears are you using? So I'm using the upright Up ears, but yep. with the group menacing yeah. face. Yeah, yeah so gotcha. I knew, right. I knew I was wow. entering dangerous territory, swapping all that out because it would have been easier just to put the other head on and have the folded down ears like yep. a ponytail. But no, I had my vision that I wanted. <laughs> this is what he must look and, like. And uh, so I, I um, you know, entered my vision and it worked out in my favor. Uh, he comes. The, my only gripe about the figure is he comes with um, this sort of uh, you know holster for his swords. Mm-hmm. He's got the long and short swords, but that, there's no plug for it. That's right? not you attached to, to anything, is you it? You have to use this little belt, this um, you know material belt to hold the oh, to tie the uh, okay. the sheath on, and it's just it just sort of sits, sits there. Sits like you know you could tap it and it could fall out. That right. that is the one thing. Yep. Gripe about the uh, figure. Otherwise, it's. Pro, uh, figure of the year almost wow. right from okay. in my opinion i am that and it's it's a beautiful blend perf- probably i haven't seen the cartoon for a long time but it's a fantastic um you know uh vision of the cartoon but it, it fits so perfectly as a comic book accurate yes. version as well yeah yep. and, and i just think he's so so cool so mad respect to neko yasaji yojimbo um and then i went on a bit of a battle beast craze right? <laughs> and so uh, I so my, I just turned forty uh, recently, and I'm like, you know what? I'm you know I I'm need to splurge. You know, taking a bit of a leaf out of uh, Matt Teal's book of you know, <laughs> oh, this is my fortieth birthday present to myself. This is my other fortieth birthday present to myself. <laughs> oh look, I need that. That's another fortieth. So <laughs> I, I bought one big thing, and that big thing for me was the Battle Beast Blazing Eagle Transforming Transport uh, playset. So mm. that was the third. Uh, playset in the toy line that I needed and um, I searched I've been you know on eBay watch listings for a long time Uh, it's very common to have um, breakages and folding stress marks and things like that Uh, and I opted uh, put in a bid for one that was missing its tail and it's weapon cache, and uh, they accepted my bid within five minutes or whatever what do you mean like a a best offer yeah Yeah. best Best offer offer. yep yep best offer and uh, like it was saved so much money, like mm. uh, you know, compared to where some did of the you others, have to go to get it? eBay, uh, like US, US, US. yeah, oh, I would of course. Thought, no, no yeah. one else sells them. Uh, never seen any anything no. other than figures for sale in Australia. Uh, and so yeah, went US, and it uh, said you know right, it's going to come on this date, and that date went past, and I'm no. like started to you know bite my nails, and I hadn't <laughs> moved from US for like a week or whatever, and I'm like oh man, I want this thing so bad, and then all of a sudden. Bang! It pops up in Bris- in Melbourne, and then it moved to Brisbane. Oh wow! Like, at least it's at least <laughs> it's, it's in the country. Making away, and then it's like it's gonna come on the what is it third or fourth of September, and then before the end of August, it was in my <laughs> possession. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so nice. that was cool. It still exceeded its um, original, you know, date, but once it hit Australia, the tracking started updating again, and it uh, that was um, you know a bit stressful there for uh, for a week or two. So very, very pleased with that. That completes the trio and I've taken a ton of photos of that um, by itself with the set and had a lot of fun in in all honesty, you know, uh, playing with those. And another shout out, I um, couldn't resist. uh, Not many uh, Battle Beasts around in Australia. It's it's always uh, international importing and things, but there was a lot of 18 Battle Beasts up for grabs on the uh, International Battle Beasts Facebook page. Mm And it's like in Australia. And I'm like, oh, yes, please. I'll, mm. I'll grab that. No weapons or anything, but that's fine. Uh, some really cool Series 1 and a couple of Series 2 figures in there. So I grabbed that and I was chatting to the guy. And you know how you just bond with someone yeah, when yeah. You, you're um, passionate about something? He's like, oh, I'll chuck these in. And he's like a customizer. 
and he's you know the monster pretenders uh, that came out in Transformers yeah. very late in the line uh, they were like a you know bristleback or whatever the like a bird oh, like pterodactyl thing and stuff yeah. oh no no, no, no. The monster cons you're talking monster, about monster uh, pretender monsters or something oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and they transforms combine into that really small combiner yes. yeah, um, yeah. Very decepticon very expensive because mm-hmm. they uh, suffer from the gold yeah, plastic yeah, the syndrome yep. yeah yeah uh, and he's done like miniature versions, cast them in his 3D printer or however he's done them into the scale of Battle Beast. So they, they're, they're perfectly, oh, how they're good. perfectly uh, at that scale. And it threw me off. I'm like, what am I seeing? Because I had a couple <laughs> of the original ones as a kid. So seeing them downsized into Battle into Beast Battle size, <laughs> I was just blown away. And he's like, I'll chuck these in. And then he threw in some little modern Transformers as well. And I was just, they, they almost, those customs of the pretender monsters almost superseded my uh, excitement for the Battle Beast because uh, <laughs> I'd just never seen anything like that before. That's and cool. having them as kids and now having them again in custom format, but, you know, in Battle Beast scale, it just blew me away. Amazing. And a massive respect to customizers out there that just give their product away for free mm. uh, because, you know, uh, Time, yep. uh, creation, uh, yep. development, painting, uh, everything, all that labor of love. That's not just buying something and then flipping it. It's, mm. uh, you know, a lot more time lot more and effort and it. blood and tears has gone into that creation. So uh, massive respect uh, to a, a local Australian that I was able to uh, get a good deal off. So thank you. But I, awesome. I love that. Like, I love, you know, you have a bit of a chat and, and you know, they're proud of the work and they just want, yeah, they know you're a fan appreciation, and, yeah, and they're yeah. just like, Hey, have this, this, is, this will, yeah. yeah. Have this in your collection will mean something. And just, that's what I love about yeah. this community is, mm-hmm. is, you know, sometimes you make those connections and it, and it is very much that, Hey, I've got an extra thing. I'll chuck it in. Mm. And, and that, I love that. That's yeah. so kudos to the seller. That's yes. fantastic. Yep. Um, no, nah, wonderful. Awesome. Yep. Hey boys, I Ooh. got some toys of late. If you remember uh, a little while back, Super 7 released some of the reaction-style Godzillas. Yes. yes. yeah, yes. yeah. That put me on a bit of a search over the interwebs. Ooh. And Uh-oh. I came across, from Mezco, similar-sized Godzilla Ooh. figures. Oh, yeah. And these are wonderful, wonderful figures. They've currently released two box sets from the Destroy All Monsters early 60s movies mm-hmm. yep. and you get four figures in each of these uh, box sets. Of course, you get the main man himself, Godzilla. You get uh, Gogosaurus as well. Uh, you will go Baragon. He's in there. There is King Ghidorah. Nice. Mothra, mm. of course. Yeah. Angurus. Uh, and uh, Minya, the little uh, little baby Godzilla. Yeah, right. he's in there as well. So what? He's three and three quarters. Easily forgettable. So these are about three. Uh, sorry, not three. But they're about five inch figures. Oh, five inch. Okay. Yeah, so they're a good yeah, size, nice. right? But the difference here with what Super Seven have is you get a bunch of accessories, interchangeable oh, okay. accessories oh. that come with these guys. So some of them have arms or heads that you can swap out to give them different poses, different facial expressions. The guys who have uh, like Super Breath or Atomic Breath or you know, King Ghidorah, he, he's got um, gravity waves that he spews out of his mouth as well. They're included, so you can cool. pose those yeah, with right. the figures as well. But what really sold me on these is they don't come on a on a, on a card back of a blister. They come in a box, yeah. 
and you can easily repackage them back into their box nice. when you're tired mm. of them and, and, and put them away if you want to. There you and go. Nice. That, that sold me on that. They're a very similar price. There's bugger all price difference between the two, but the fact that I could pack these away and you've got the additional accessories there. Feels like better value, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100% mm. you know, better value for me. What yeah. sort of era were they released? New or a couple of years old? Or? These are... Probably in the last 18 months. Nice. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And Mezco have been busy. They've actually got a couple of more waves yep. uh, of, of figures from different movies coming through as well, which I've uh, got on pretty well. <laughs> hey. yeah, nice. Fantastic. I also oh, cool. picked up, thanks to our good friend, Master Trent, the McFarlane Azrael Batman. Ah, you went in and got them. Yes. Oh, nice. figures. I yeah. did think of you when I was back in Toy World and, yeah. and they had moved a few. I think... I think they may have sold out by now. Ooh. Good of for those, them. yeah. Yeah, wonderful. It was so good to go up there and actually buy something from a retail yep. store. What yeah. a buzz. It was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I'll mention, Parcel got delivered to my house during the week. Oh, yeah. And because I get home before my wife does, <laughs> the parcel's sitting there and I pick it up and bring it inside with me. I didn't have anything on order, so I yep. wasn't expecting anything. Joe's name is printed on top of the label. Just out of curiosity, I wanted to know what she'd been spending her money on. So <laughs> looking at who had shipped the parcel to her, it reads Lego Store Australia. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> either my wife is now a Lego collector. <laughs> damn, I got something really awesome coming at So what did you do? Just sort of just put it carefully back on the doorstep or <laughs> I, know, I brought it inside. Yeah. But I've been a bit smart. I've done some investigation. I took Ooh. measurement of the box, right? <laughs> I've measured the box. I've weighed the box. I've struck it a few times to try and guess how many pieces are in there. What do you reckon? Any does, it, guesses? does it sound like Lego or is it just oh, makeup or you know, a different box or <laughs> yeah. something like It's just an old label. Yeah, yeah. Do, do the Trent trick of writing on the, you know, ordering from uh, you know, a toy store and then writing on the box. Dear Trent, Merry Christmas. At <laughs> uh, a guess, judging on the size of the box. Yeah. Reckon I got myself an Optimus. Yeah, box. I was gonna say oh, it's probably an Optimus. well done. Yeah. Watch the space. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, that's great. I love the detective work. You know, like I remember, you know, Christmas tree. You'd, you know, mum would put out the presents, yeah. and they'd be under there, and you'd kind of, you know, shake and do all that sort of thing. But you've just gone to the next level, measuring like, the box, yeah. weigh the box. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right, that is wonderful. Quick shout out to Casey J. He is back as a Patreon, which Mm. is fantastic to have Casey back on the Discord. So thank you very much, Casey, for joining us on the Toy Power Discord again and into the... Into the vehicles, into the sort of the the Hot Wheels Matchbox scale vehicles, which is great. Put out the call to other fans of that property, and it was yep. BC Talk that came back. Yeah, with uh, what, uh, you Block, forget just at Blockbuster J as well. Yeah. Blockbuster yeah. J, like Uncle, uh, Uncle yeah. Mitch. He's, yeah, Dirty Uncle Mitch has a, a pretty significant collection. But you sort of forget the extent. Like, I I remember, you know, um, BC Talk had posted some of those images before, but it was just. It was a huge collection, carded all mm. on the wall, looked very beautiful. So, no, great, great to have those sorts of conversations going again. I've, you know how the algorithms work on uh, Instagram and things <laughs> like you find videos or something that you like. Mm. I found this Hot Wheels collector, right? I don't yeah. know. Maybe the phone's always listening to me. So, maybe talking about Hot Wheels <laughs> on, you know, the Discord has, in, you know, flared up uh, my search engine for, on Instagram or anyway. There's this guy and he races Hot Wheels along this course, right? So it's a set course in his uh, study or something, right? Mm. Just a plain ramp, goes around a corner, a straight, and then another corner, and then, you know, a bit of a um, another straight, and then there's a couple of extra corners and something. 
but he's got all these different cars and things and he races them and then he's like right this car's got here you know pulls it off um you know let's say two meters through the track and he puts it on the desk there where it where it sits and you watch all his video you know you do three or four um shoots down this course and he'll show right this you know lamborghini went f- further than the ferrari or oh, okay. this you know snoopy car you know, <laughs> was, did really well yeah. compared to the minecraft car you know <laughs> and he does really uh you know just real world like you know just lists a gate and they fly down yep. and it's up to gravity and the yeah, um, yeah the, the, what, how the well ball, the, the bearings yeah, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. the little... and it's just it's it's i can't stop watching <laughs> yeah, it. Like, I've, I've gone back through his old videos and watched like all these tournaments and you know wow. um you know one versus two and you know or like brands versus you know um ford versus ford or you know mm. whatever and it's just so therapeutic you know and they only go for like 30 40 seconds yep. or something you know by and by the time he's had three races of different cars but mm. uh very you know that's how i waste my time <laughs> <laughs> wonderful yeah. very very good one last shout out to scotty the toy hunter who we had on yes. for our pokemon episode font of all th- knowledge of all things pokemon but he put a uh, tiktok video <laughs> up um, of you know walking down into his toy room and then panning around and we've been dabbling uh, yeah. toy power is dabbling on the tiktok space but it was fantastic to see his video just went viral yes and, and he was there just going oh my god i've hit a hundred thousand i've hit two hundred thousand yeah. i've hit five hundred thousand i've hit eight hundred thousand and then i think today yeah. we got the he cracked the million and it was just <laughs> like he's like i'm done i can it's retire it. it's retire it. on it's top. a million wow. bucks a million views and good on him because yeah. yeah. He, you know, it's great because if you want to check him out, Scotty the Toy Hunter, he put all his details on, but you can find him on all those um, Instagram and TikTok, etc. But well done. Like, that's some big numbers. Yeah. And we're, yeah. we're happy for you, Scotty, for, for that. And he was also doing the Wally photos with his Wally cleaners, yes. mm-hmm. picking up trash. He'd yep. find trash around, around the, the place and then he'd put his Wally, take the photo, and he was getting some great likes on that. So some some good positive, yep. you know, toy stories out there, which is fantastic. So well done. Keep it up. Keep up the good work out there on the interwebs. Thanks, guys, for coming in Beautiful. chatting toys. Good and times. thank you to our patrons for your ongoing support and to all our listeners for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We love having your company. Stay safe. Stay well out there. And we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.